Okay, everyone who's listening, if you don't want to hear different lyrics for the rest of your life to this song, just lower the radio for like 20 seconds, if that. All right, here we go. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. I am for eels. Oh, no. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Uh-huh. I am just a fish and not a guy. Okay, no, stop it. <laughs> Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. 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 That's right. Coming to you live from my kitchen table in lovely Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Change it a little so there's no problem with the copyright. Uh, yeah, we're sitting here. It's dark out. It's like a little after 9 p.m. Um, it's a school night. They're all school nights now. I'm you have a kid, they're all school nights. I know, I'm so tired, I'm almost cross-eyed, and luckily I don't have to drive home, you do, and I'm very sorry. I made Emily make me coffee when I got here tonight. And it was a really fancy powdered dehydrated It's <laughs> like, yes, make me that powdered shit. International delight. It's wonderful. It's also in a mug of that has a picture of the queen on it. But she has a tiny Canadian flag. Well, she's wearing a plaid shirt. Well, yes, that also. But it's just funny that it's the international coffee and I have a very international mug. Well, it's it's more of the Commonwealth. I see. Mm. 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 Commonwealth coffee. Of which we are not. Well, you're not. Well, you're here. Mm. Should we start this? Oh, you're yeah. not wearing your hospital socks. I'm not. I'm not wearing hospital socks. I'm wearing seagulls, though. I'm irrationally disappointed. Listen, hang on. Oh, I'm wearing my Golden Girls pajama pants, though. Oh, I like those. Are those... Is that a thing of chips? Yes. French fries, America. French fries. Sorry. Um, Chips. The other one... The other one is exactly the same, but it's a different background color. Okay. Um, But I had to buy two pairs of socks. Okay. Because I don't like wearing matching socks. Okay, I they have to that. feel the same. Okay, okay. So, okay. Fun fact: um, that was the only reason why my hospital socks matched because I don't have another pair that's the same. Otherwise, I would have had two different colors of the same style on. Wow. Yeah, that's more information than you were planning no, on. No, you know what? That's something I didn't know about you, yeah. and I'm happy to know it because. I like to learn things. Mm, Joy, mm-hmm. do you want to do you want to stroke my my Blanche and Sophia? It's very. Is that what you call it? Well, no. These are my these are my golden girl. Joy, just... they're very soft and lovely. It's nice. I have two pairs. You know what? I I had my robe out to bring to bring, and I should have. Um... Should we get special ones like members only jackets, but the bathrobes? Okay. Okay. I won't turn down a robe. I only like fluffy ones. I yeah. don't like those spa waffle. No, 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 no. I have a fluffy plaid one. Dude. Yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. We've got to up our game. TJ Maxx. Let's do it. <gasps> TJ There's Maxx a really is the good best. one in Encino that I keep meaning to We get to them embroidered. <gasps> Instead of jackets, we'll just have robes that say the residuals <sighs> with our names embroidered on the front um, can pocket. We, can we get like a flaming ghost on the back or something so it feels something. just a little yeah. metal? Yeah. Oh, speaking of metal. Metal, yes. I remembered what song I was listening to in the car. Oh, what? Uh, the only way I would stay awake tonight when I was driving home, because traffic, um, it's my friend's band from Nashville, uh-huh. way back in the day, they called Apollo Up, and they have this song called Walking the Plank, like pirates do. Right. People. And there's something about this song that it's one of those songs that you're like, oh, I could, I could be a drummer. <laughs> I could be a lead singer. Go uh-huh. up and belt this out. But it's that, it's that kind of song that the people around you in the cars look at you and they're like, what the fuck is going what on with that? that lady listening to? In car karaoke. Oh, oh. The way. Yeah. You might like it. I like, I don't know. What's your in car karaoke song? Uh, it depends on my mood. Uh, sometimes it's like the entire Tool catalog. Oh, ooh, that's intense. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, sometimes I pretend I'm Maynard. Sometimes I'm Courtney Love. Uh, sometimes I'm Fiona Apple. There is a theme in what I listen to, and it's mostly shit I listened to in high school. Honestly, if Enzo doesn't request it, I listen to lots of podcasts in the car. I'm always listening to other people talk at me, but mostly because that's when I have a chance to like listen to what I want. Right. So if I'm at home... And I'm going to bed, I'll watch something because it's like the first time that I can like lie down and relax and like watch something just for me. Right. So if I'm in the car, I'm like, oh, I can listen to all the F-bombs I want. Mm-hmm. Enzo's in school. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'll listen to a lot of like political shit or true crime stuff or um, some witchy stuff that I've been listening to about like historical witch yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll plug it, too, because I love them and they're great. Uh, is it? what it's is it? the podcast is called missing witches oh i should look I it's should it's really good they do like the history and like sort of a little um bio on women who may not have been considered witches by others or even themselves right. but have had that kind of quality to them where they've been very empowered and self-empowerment and artists of some kind like they the first one i listened to was on Pixie Coleman, okay. who um, was the artist for the original Rider Waite tarot deck. Right. Um, and it was just fascinating to listen to the whole history of the person. That's crazy because um, my favorite author growing up is Terry Pratchett and still is mm-hmm. Terry Pratchett. I've been reading his books since I was 12. And there are characters, it's science fiction, but he's hilarious. But he has different characters in it, but they're all like intertwined somehow. But I've been revisiting his books as audiobooks. So I've been listening oh. to them because my drive to and from work can be an hour each way. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to the t- uh, Tiffany Aching series of books that he did. And she's a witch. Oh. And she's a little, she's, and it's really, it's fascinating. I and I love it. I keep meaning to do that. I keep meaning to like do audiobooks. But I think the other thing is I don't watch the news. So, like, when I listen to political stuff or, like, I listen to, like, Lawrence O'Donnell or, like, just to keep up on news, that's Mm -hmm. the other reason I'm, like, what's the newest podcast so I know what crazy 
shit is going on with the country now. Right. Um, For my drive, I can't do that because I have road rage anyway. Oh, yeah, I no. Would, that's I would difficult. mow people down. No, you're going to, you're like doing a daily commute to work. I'm like, I'm not doing that. But I have specific mixes for the car to set me in the right mood. I have mixes yeah. for commutes. I have mixes for cleaning the kitchen or something. Oh my goodness. I have mixes for when it's raining. <sighs> I have mixes for when I I'm used to. Sick. You know what? I used to have that yeah. when I was in New York and I was walking all the time. Well, that's how it started. It's different now. No, I would go to New York. I had a TV show I worked on that I would go to New York twice a year for and we would be there for six weeks filming. And because I wanted to walk everywhere, I made myself specific playlists for those six weeks. And so that's how it started because you, I don't know, it was the sound of the city for me. And still now when I hear those songs, like there's a certain... Oh, for sure. I will remember what street I was walking down when I used to like go from my subway stop to my house. Right. Like with that playlist in 2005. Yes. Yep. 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 There was a Mute Math album that came out that i don't know what that is oh my god it's such a fun it's such a good band the drummer the drummer that this band had Mm. he was like a human drum machine to the point that he had to duct tape his headphones on his head whenever he played (laughs) like i have to listen to that he's so good but i would love to be a drummer (sighs) there's like some part of me that's like i'm going to be reincarnated i started taking drum lessons uh early ish 2015 really yeah I want to. I was taking because I realized when I was tattooing, you know, I'm using both hands right. and I'm using my foot pedal to press, but I was also like dancing to whatever was on and like keeping rhythm with my other foot and right. like moving around. I was like, maybe I could like, maybe I'd be okay at drumming because I'm already doing all this other shit at the same time. Right. And I had so much fun and I only went to a few lessons and I got pregnant and I was just too tired to go to long island city like once a week anymore from ridgewood it was too much should we get into our episode uh yeah again we just, we're so good at just talking here's the thing i really think we need to rename our, our podcast to <laughs> undiagnosed well no we need to rename it to unmedicated adhd Oh, look, it's a squirrel. (laughs) Because that is exactly what's happening here. It's okay. I, in our defense, would rather say we're really, really busy all the time and we don't get to hang out regularly. Well, there's that too. So all the shit that we're vomiting right now into these microphones is just us hanging out and talking because we don't get to. This is is our hangout time. There is that. Um, So anyway, whatever, whatever. So, you guys love it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fine. You fucking love it. Okay. So should we start talking about dreams okay. then? Yes. You can talk about your dreams. Oh, Go right ahead. Um, when I, I went to university on the East Coast, like we, we were like, we were short drive from the coast, um, from the beaches and stuff. Um, and I find that there's something about that kind of proximity to the open water that tends to kick up. Um, supernatural things a mm-hmm. little bit I think and so um, I would agree with that this is where I first started having really strong experiences with stuff so I started college um, and I made some really good friends um, 
you know, living in the dorms. Uh, my first semester, though, living there, um, I had a, I had a, uh, so I had a, my best friend from high school who I'm still good friends with. Uh, the summer between our junior and senior year of high school, the guy that she was dating at the time, who was a lovely guy, uh, was unfortunately killed in a car accident. And so, you know, this was the year before we went to college. And so year and a half later, we're both in school. And she has a dream one night that she's at a friend's fraternity house and someone comes to her and they say, hey, this guy downstairs says that he's friends with you. And she goes downstairs and she sees someone standing with their back to her and they're surrounded by all these guys at this house talking. And he turns around and he says, yeah, you know me, don't you? And it's her boyfriend who had passed away. It was a very vivid dream. So she oh told me about God. this dream and I was like, oh, that's nuts. A week later, I have the identical dream. Oh. But the person who turns around is someone that I don't recognize. It's a guy with... He's got short, dark hair. He's Caucasian. He's wearing a navy blue crew neck sweater with a white collared shirt underneath it. But he's got a really nice, kind face. And he turns around and says, yeah, you know me, Emily, don't you? And I woke up. Oh, my like, God. Just confused. I didn't know what had happened. So that weekend, I go out on a bit of a bender. Um, and I meet another group of girls who live in my dorm. And we end up going back to their room to hang out. And um, this girl, whose room it was, is still one of my best friends to this day. She's lovely. And we're talking, and I look over on her window ledge, and there's a picture of a guy with short dark hair, who's Caucasian, <gasps> wearing a navy blue crew neck sweater Shut with a white collared shirt. And it's him from what my dream. The fuck? And I'd never been in her room before. I'd only just met her. And it was her friend who that summer, so it would have been maybe three, four months prior, had been killed in a really unfortunate and quite tragic manner. Oh, my God. And he'd come to me in my dream. What? It was, yeah, so that happened. Oh, my God. Did you tell her? Oh, God, yeah. What, what happened when you I told mean, her? we just figured that it was maybe his way of just, I don't know, bringing us together. I don't know, but it was. But you had met her. Already? I met no. no, so you saw him first. Yeah, I saw him first, and oh then a few God. days later we met. I'd never been in her room before. Oh my god! We'd gosh. seen each other in passing in the hallway. That's it. Whoa! Yeah. And he never showed up again. Mm -mm. That's crazy. Yeah, that happened. I wonder if he like made appearances with anybody else. I don't know. Huh? It was strange because he was wearing the exact same outfit that he was wearing in that picture. So I don't know if it was like his sign. Yeah. Check me out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Your turn. Oh, okay. Uh, so this one time... <laughs> <laughs> this one time I had this really weird dream that I was at my friend's house, and I was walking down her driveway, and I bent down and picked up a piece of bacon. What? And then... I was like, that's weird. Why what would I be picking at like a raw piece of bacon? So was it Canadian bacon? or No, it was American. Okay, sorry. Canadian bacon. Uh, and I was like, that was a weird fucking dream. And then somehow like months later, it happened. What? And I was like, what? <laughs> there was a piece of raw bacon Extremely in familiar. <laughs> yes. How? I have these 
that's what I'm saying. Like I've had all these weird dreams that make absolutely no sense. Even in the dream, it's weird. Right. Right. Which is, I mean, you can pass off anything in a dream. So that's like a mini premonition. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But it seems like it would never, ever happen. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we've had lots of fires in LA recently. Mm-hmm. And they didn't start until the so 10th. Like, yeah. So it was the beginning of October. 9th or the 10th. Yeah. Yeah. So the week before that first big fire broke out, I kept waking up smelling burning, like burning wood, like a bonfire. Mm-hmm. She totally and did because she told me about it. Yeah, I kept I kept texting Joy the next morning and saying, I keep waking up and smelling burning. And it got to the point that, well, the first time it happened, I was so half asleep. I looked under the bed thinking that maybe the cat had caught something on fire. <laughs> She's a pyromaniac. So I thought maybe the cat had. You find her under there smoking a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) She's playing the prodigy really loud. Shouting, she's a fire starter. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I went back to sleep. But then I was woken up again. And this time it was so strong. It was like someone was holding a burning stick under my nose, like Mm. fresh out of a bonfire. And I really panicked. And I went and I checked the entire house. So I had this dream three nights. It's not even a dream. I just kept smelling this and I was waking up, having three nights in a row. And then 6 a.m., the, like on the Thursday or the Friday of the fires, my husband wakes me up because my, my husband works insane hours. God bless him. Um, and he was leaving for work and it was 6 a.m. And he came in and he said, something's on fire and I don't know what it is. Can you help me look outside and make sure it's not our home? Oh, and God. lo and behold, Los Angeles was on fire. And yep. that is what I've been waking up smelling. So, but days before it actually yeah, happened. Like yeah, like four days. It started, yeah. started four or five days before it actually happened. Yeah. I. You know what? It was Monday into Tuesday that you started. I know you smelled stuff because you asked me. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've been keeping an eye on the weather and they're saying the winds are going to die down today, but Thursday they're going to pick up. And that's what it was. It was like Wednesday into Thursday they picked up and caught. And then we went away Friday. Um, So, yeah, it was just a few days, like the right few days before, like three, four days before you were smelling it. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the fire was about 20 miles from our house. But because we live in a valley part. The smoke blew down here because of the Santa Anas mm-hmm. and it got stuck. So it was soupy air down here. And so you couldn't help but just breathe it in. But yeah, four days prior to it, I was waking up and smelling smoke. Yeah, that's so scary. I've had, I've had a bunch of weird dreams and there's sort of like a succession of dreams that happened that uh, included my grandfather. He passed away, like I said before, when I was 22. Is this Roy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my mom's dad. Roy, who from our last episode gave the blessing. Right. Helped my brother-in-law ring. design yeah. the engagement ring. Yes. Oh, and his mom thanks, who Roy. came and took care of things. Um, his mom who brought the ring back. Uh, so he passed away. And I was like waiting to see him again or like know he was around for a really long time and I was 22 when he passed when I was 26 
I decided to not get another apartment at the end of my lease and put all my stuff in my mom's basement and go on the road for the summer working in tattoo shops all over the place and kind of use my mom's as a home base. And I was getting closer to the point of like officially not having an apartment. And this is a very not joy thing to do. <laughs> I'm used to having like a place to land before I jump. And I'm, I'm really like into being set and having rules and plans. And I'm very much a Capricorn if that resonates with anyone listening. Oh, yeah. um, so I was in my apartment in Brooklyn I was sleeping and I had a dream where I was in a bank and I was walking around this bank trying to leave town. I had like suitcases and I was trying to get out of this bank and I couldn't find the way out. <laughs> it's just a weird dream. And I went down one set of stairs and up another set and I ran like literally ran fully into this other man who was like rushing the other way. And I like threw my bags down and I looked up at him and he had a suit on and like this full head of like dark, dark hair and these big brown eyes. And, and, um, he was probably like six foot six one. And I was just like, Whoa, I got really annoyed. And I was like, what are you watch where you're going? You know, like, what are you doing? And I looked up and this guy was just like kind of chuckling at me, but not making a sound. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I realized it was my grandfather. What? But in his 30s. Oh, wow. So not that I didn't recognize him right, right away. And I was like, I like threw my stuff down. I looked and I went, <gasps> where the hell have you been? I've been waiting to talk to you. What took you so long? And I like started yelling at him and he just kind of chuckled again and smiled, but no sound came out of his mouth, mm -hmm. but I could like hear it in my head. Mm -hmm. And he didn't say anything to me. We just sort of like looked at each other and it was comforting. And he looked at my bags and he looked at me and he looked down at my bags again and he picked up my suitcases himself and just looked at me and smiled. And then his head, not his hair, not his skin, his like the air around his head caught on fire. What? So it was that like just flames. Nothing was being consumed. Okay. It was just him standing there. Like a fire smiling. Aura? Yeah. Okay. Like just around his head holding my suitcases. And I was just filled with this sense of like, it'll be okay. Oh, You're nervous about doing this thing, but I'll be there. I'll help. Don't worry. Stop it. And I woke up. <laughs> um, and another time I dreamt that I went out to a big family dinner with everyone. And it seemed like we were walking into some some sort of like Olive Garden or something. Like Nothing wrong with Olive Garden. I don't know. It was like not like any. It Endless wasn't a little salad. place. Yeah. It was some big place that had, you know, giant tables enough to accommodate however many dozen of our family were showing up. And we were walking in from the parking lot and we sat down and I could see a few seats away from me on the opposite end of the table. I could see my Aunt Kay. My Aunt Kay is alive. Uh, she is the sister of my grandmother, who's Mildred. Mm -hmm. If anyone's following along and keeping a record of my family tree at this point. Mildred came through on the ghost, ghost box. box. Yes. Um, and she was married to Roy. And at the time. Who approved of the marriage. And just had his head on fire. With, with the rings. And also his head was on fire, but not on fire. 
Okay, no. My go. poor family. Um, so I see my Aunt Kay sitting at the end of the table, and my grandmother's there. My grandmother was alive at the time. So it looked like everyone who was alive just sitting at this table, and we're all talking. And I see this dark haired man show up again in a suit and <laughs> getting goosebumps. And he like turned around the side of her, and she can't see him. And no one else at the table can see him, just me. And it's my grandfather. And he's making faces in front of her and like waving his hand in front of her face because she can't see him. And he's looking at me because he knows I'm the only one who can see. Oh, my God. So he's like making fun of my aunt and like just in her face being really silly, but for my amusement. And then as it goes on, he gets he like sort of gets older. Oh, my God. But. Yeah, it was it was really the strange thing. And I remember telling my mom about it. And she's like, you know, he used to do that. Right. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he used to tease Kay all the time. Oh, my God. That was like his thing. So, um, yeah, he showed up a few times like that. My sister and I went through a strange series of dreams um, where we'd have like the same dreams but from different perspectives. Oh, God. So, like, if we went to the same concert, you know, and I sat on one side and somebody else was on the other side of the venue, we'd see the same thing, but obviously there would be different things going around around us and whatever. It was that kind of thing. Wow. So I was um, not a parent at the time. <laughs> so I was getting up at the butt crack of 10.30 a.m. Uh, on an early day. <laughs> and I remember a few times my sister would call. And I'd look at the phone. I'm like, pick it up. I'm like, what is on fire? It's nine o'clock in the morning. Okay, okay, fine. Go back to sleep. But I had a dream about grandpa. So call me back when you get a second. And I was like, forget it. Screw you. I'm up. I had a dream about him too. What did you dream? And it would just be like, it'd be like weird things. Not like anything earth shattering we didn't find out like some secret or he mm-hmm. didn't tell us anything like where the money's buried you know <laughs> wasn't anything like that it was just like oh we were out on these snowy hills and we were sledding and grandma was there and grandpa was there and my sister and I were there and just having a nice time and we would wake up after having the same kind of dream that's nuts um and I noticed when we would have these dreams I would feel like I hadn't slept at all. She'd feel fine, bitch. She was fine. She'd get up, go to work, no problem, well rested. And I'm just like, God, there's not enough coffee in the world today. Like, I'm so tired. And I realized it was like this pattern that went along with when we had the same dreams. And I finally just said to her, I was like, I think you're pulling me into my into your dreams, if that's a thing. Right. Like, if you can pull me into your dreams, that's what's happening. Right. Because we're having the same dreams from different perspectives and I'm exhausted right. in the morning. Um, so fast forward um, a couple of years, I guess, at this point. And I will reiterate for anyone who doesn't remember or has not listened before. If so, why not? <laughs> Go back immediately and start from episode Do one. It. Um, my family, we're all really close. My mom, my sister, and my brother and I are super close. We talk almost every day. We have like an ongoing group text and everything. 
we are in touch all the time. Um, and I live out here on the West Coast and they are all on the East Coast. So at the time we were all on the East Coast. And my mom and I had, we got in an argument. My mom and I argue a lot. Like yeah, I'm thanks. the firstborn, I'm a girl. We just are very similar and we're both stubborn. We've argued a lot. Um, but this was different. We normally would talk every couple of days. We didn't speak for over two months mm. going on three months. It was a big, serious thing. And my sister was stuck in the middle because she was still living at home with my mom. Mm. And she'd be on the phone with me. And she'd hear, well, I'm not going to say anything to mom, blah, blah, blah. And she'd be at home and she'd hear, I'm not going to go call your sister. Your sister needs to call and apologize oh to me. God. And I'd go, fuck that. I'm not apologizing to her. So it just went on like this. She's stuck in the middle. <laughs> my brother was like, I'm staying out of it. <laughs> um, so... All these weeks go by and I'm having a weird dream because I think I've established that that's sort of. Wait, what? You having, that? I don't understand. I'm having a weird dream and I was in bed, laying in bed in between two of my friends who were married mm -hmm. in a very platonic, non-sexual way. It's like as if we were sitting on a couch watching Wait, TV. Wait, in your dream? It mm -hmm. was like that or that's how you were actually sleeping? No, no, in my dream. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. In the dream, I we mean, were... what, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. No, 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 it's totally, it could have happened. Yeah, it's fine. But it, that's not what happened. This is not the story I'm telling. <laughs> we all have cuddle buddies in our past. It's fine. It's true. Um, so we're all in bed and we're having, uh, they're in my strange dream and my grandfather walks into this room and I look at my friends and I say hey friends this is my grandfather grandpa meet so and so and so and so and he holds his hand up and shakes his head and shakes his hand like no 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 and now remember every time that I've seen him prior in a dream any communication he has not opened his mouth to say anything nothing he looks at me with a faint smile, shaking his head no, closes his eyes and opens them again and looks at me and says, write to me. And I woke up. And I wasn't freaked out. <laughs> I wasn't even questioning it. I was just like, fuck, now I have fucking ghost homework. Great. Now I have to do something. So I sit on it for a while. But wait, wait, can we backtrack a second? Sure. <laughs> Wasn't there a reason that you only just realized last week? Yes. Okay. So when we were recording the last episode and Emily was talking about her friend and she went to her friend's grandfather's funeral mm -hmm. in North Carolina and the friend had written a note with the quarter and put it in the casket with her grandfather. Yeah. And there's a gasp audibly that I couldn't even cut out because I was talking over Emily when I did it. But I gasped because I remembered that at my grandfather's funeral, I wrote him a really long note and signed it with my nickname, which was Tommy. And I stuffed it into his blazer. And so many other people had done the same thing. <laughs> Why is this part of the story always make me cry? 
<laughs> because people loved him and wanted to send him notes with him. But that side of his blazer over, you know, uh, the left side over his heart um, was like obviously higher from all of the notes that we had all stuffed in there, like unplanned. We didn't all get together and write our notes and go, okay, I'm going to put my note in. We were all just like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Right. So I didn't think of it until the last time. So he shows up in this dream and says, write to me. Hmm. And I sit on it. I sit on it for a couple of days because I'm annoyed because I don't want to believe it. I don't know. Um, and one day it was slow at work. Nobody coming in the shop. I didn't have any tattoo appointments that day. No one was hanging out, which was also weird. And I'm just alone. And I go, all right, fine. I guess I'll do this now. So I got out a little scrap piece of paper. Dear Grandpa, and I scribbled a little note about what I needed some help with. And I signed it, Tommy. I folded it up. I looked at it and went, well, I guess I burn it now. I, I mean, that's what say, you do. how do you mail it? Right. I, my brain just went, well, you burn it. That's what you do. So I found a bowl. And I burnt it while sitting in the shop on, I don't know, probably like a Saturday afternoon or something. Mm -hmm. And son of a bitch, I should have started a timer the second I lit that paper on fire. Because about 24 hours later, my mother called me. What? Out of the blue. No reason. Um... The lights are flickering. Yeah. They no did it earlier, too. Yeah. Um, and she called me, and I picked up. Neither of us rehashed a thing. We didn't talk about why we hadn't spoken. We didn't say anything about it. We just started talking like we didn't miss a beat. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... I don't know, we talked for a long time. Um, I mean, when my mom and I get going, we'll probably talk for over an hour pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so we finished the call, and she shortly after we got off the phone, my sister called me. And I was like, hey, I just got off the phone with Ma. She goes, yeah. Did she tell you about the dream she had? What? <laughs> uh, uh, tell me. I was like, no, she didn't. What are you talking about? And she's like, she said she had a dream about her grandmother. Mildred? No, that's her mom. Oh, shit. Josephine? Yeah. So she said and she I know had, all of I know. All now of you know my family. There we go. We're on first name terms. <laughs> I'm going to do like Joy family oh, bingo. God, am I, I going to dream about Roy tonight? Maybe. Oh. If you do, let me know. I will. I haven't seen you. him in a minute. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she dreamt about my grandfather's mother so my great-grandmother and I said well what did she say and my sister's like she didn't tell me what she would what she said she didn't tell me what she talked about all she would tell me was I had a dream about my grandmother and we walked and talked together and the next day she woke the fuck up and called me wow <laughs> that's bonkers right yeah oh god 
Yeah, my family, uh, dead or otherwise, we are nosy fucking people. We are in each other's shit. And you're also just very connected. We are. It's no, fam- honestly. It's very like, much a family-based thing that you guys yeah, have. Yeah. Family is important to you. I mean, all, all kidding aside, like, we are very, very connected. Um, I mean, even, even like, saying psychically. Like, you know, like, my sister yeah. and I having the same dreams. My mom and I used to go to call each other back in the days of landlines and pick up and we would both be on the other end without dialing well yeah I you mean, know like just crazy shit like that i think i told you that back landline days you know i moved to america with my mom and dad and my sister's older than me so she stayed in the uk but you know after i left home i would call home to talk to my mom and the phone would be busy or it would just ring incessantly because mm-hmm. they weren't clicking over to call waiting. And then I'd try and call my sister and same thing. And the same thing would happen with all three of us. Every time we went to call the other one, they were on the line with, with <laughs> one of so us. It's weird. It's bonkers. But now we have a WhatsApp chat. So we just <laughs> right. talk all day long yeah. on our WhatsApp group. Yeah, we have our group chat going. Um, I probably... I don't know that I can convince my mom to do any other app than what's already included on her phone because she doesn't even want to use her credit card online. Mm, I don't blame her. She's afraid of... I I don't know. I don't don't trust anything. I know, Mom. Just tell me what you want from this Etsy shop and I'll send it to you. Probably best not to. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of any other dreams. I've had... Well, when I had the fire dream... Mm. Two weeks prior to that, I'd had two premonition dreams within two days of each other that came true immediately the very next day. Whoa. And they were very specific. Um, Can you tell us? I mean. Sort of. Twist my. Okay. <laughs> um, so I do a lot of freelance work prior to my unicorn job that I have now, which is like my, I don't know, it's, I feel incredibly grateful to have the job that I have now. and able to be creative and work with a group of people that are so kind and so nice and so collaborative and it's hard to find that in the entertainment industry and I've really lucked out with my last few jobs that I've done because I've found amazing people to work with but there's always going to be every now and then that you find yourself working with someone who makes it their life goal to make your life miserable so that it gets to the point where you get to work and no matter how much you're trying to put a positive spin on your day, you're like, this really sucks. Yeah. Like I, I do what I do for a living because I love what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who I'm working with, what kind of, you know, genre of whatever I'm working in. I do it because I love it. Um, so this last freelance job I had before I, I got a good job, was working with someone who made it their life's mission to just be really miserable to me. And essentially I was being bullied at work, which, you know, not cool. So, um, most people never leave high school. I know. He was such a dick. I was working this job, but, uh, I had been talking with this company that I now work with now for like a few months off and on. Um, and I'd gone through three rounds of interviews and, um, I have a very vivid dream that I got a call offering me the job, my dream job. Whoa. 
um and then in my dream so the show that i was on with with bully guy mm-hmm. my boss on that show was uh a guy that had been my boss on another show and I absolutely adore this person. He is he is one of those people that they make you excited to go to work in the morning. Awesome. Which yeah. there's and there's such a lack of that, especially mm-hmm. in the freelance wing of what I do. And so in my dream, I was terrified to tell him that I'd been offered this dream job position, but in my dream he was really lovely about it and was like mm you've got to do this. I'm really, you know, I'm proud of you. So the next morning I get a phone call at 1030 from this company that I, my dream job company saying, Hey, uh, we need to do like a background check on you. Like it's just, you know, formality for the last people in the last rounds. Um, you know, we're going to send you this link. So I, I did everything and then they called me back at 2 PM and they offered me my dream job. Oh my God. And (laughs) I said yes, right. But that meant that I then had to go and tell my boss, who I loved, <sighs> that I couldn't work for him anymore and give him my two weeks. Right. And I went in feeling so nauseous. Oh. And he stood up and immediately gave me a big bear hug and said, "I'm really proud of you." It's so essentially word for word what I dreamt the night before wow. happened. But wait, it gets better. Oh. But wait, there's more. Uh huh. So the Tuesday night is when I'd had that dream and the Wednesday was when I got the job, right? Mm-hmm. Thursday night, have a very vivid dream. Bully co-worker who was like my supervisor type situation. Right. Was being a dick to me in my dream. Kel surprise. And I was just like, I realized that everyone in our office and everyone in our company was within earshot of him just being mean to me. And were finally aware of his treatment, oh. so to speak, his belittling. Oh, so he'd and been bullying. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, in, in IRL, yeah. he'd been just very patronizing. But quiet. Belittling. He'd done it in front of some co-workers, okay. some of our editors, nowhere near our EPs because, mm. you know, He's, as, as one of my co-workers said to me, he's someone that shits down and smiles up. That's a good way of putting it. Was, mm. that was mm-hmm. him in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So, next morning, 9.30 a.m., he loudly belittles me in front of the entire office oh while God. I'm standing there talking with our co-executive producer. <gasps> and everyone just stops. And he just keeps going and then walks off. As if he's done nothing wrong. Whoa. Because at this point, he's been doing this to me for two and a half months. And he sees nothing wrong with his behavior. And I can only assume it's because he's done it to other people before. Right. And so it's like, shit, this is my dream coming true. But after that, my co-EP then came to my office afterwards and was like, I saw what happened. And I'm going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And then boss boss, bear hug boss came over. And talked to me about it. And I burst into tears in front of him. Aww. because Which I don't do that often. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like I'd given my two weeks notice. Yeah. I was on my way out. But it was like they needed, I'm not going to knock at this point because I'm leaving anyway. Sure. And this guy is just nasty. And <laughs> when you're freelance, you don't necessarily have a functioning HR department. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to go. But they 
he he did it to himself and my dream yeah. the night yeah. before was exactly that wow it's a bit strange what the fuck was going on with you that week i don't know man and then the next week i had the dream two weeks later i had the dream about the fires Oh, oh my God. My husband and I did have the same dream. Uh, we couldn't figure out what to name our daughter. And we both woke up one morning and we both said her name. Shut which up. is not a normal. It's not a common name. It's not name a common either. name. And we both just said, Oh, what do you think about this? Oh my gosh. And I also dreamt of her vividly. And she was identical to what she looked like. Like when I was pregnant, I dreamt of her vividly. And saw her numerous times in my dreams before she was born. And so I knew immediately. Oh, my gosh. Please let me know if I show up in your dream. I know. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be texting you at 5 a.m. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I just dreamed of you. <laughs> oh, sitting, talking about that. Yes. So, dorm. Same dorm. Same place. Same room I had the dreams in. Yes. My roommate would wake up to hear me having one-sided conversations with somebody. This went on for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Very clear conversations. And she'd be like, who were you talking to on the phone? I'm like, um, no, I wasn't. I was having dreams that there was a girl sitting on the end of my bed wearing a white dress who was showing me snapshots of my day, asking me about the people that I'd been with. So being like, hey, so who was this person that you were talking to on the quad? Oh, what is that? Okay, cool. So who is this person? Like, getting into are we saying dreams in quotes on this one yeah this went on for about two weeks because and every day every night i would dream that she was sitting on the bed showing me snapshots dream though well here here's the thing Uh so there was a girl on my floor who was a bit of a woo-woo hippie type Uh which i wasn't used to at the time because i'd only been in america for two years at that point oh you poor thing (laughs) (laughs) just you have no idea at least um, you're on the East Coast. I know. Well, no, I don't know. You know what state I was on on the East Coast. No, I don't no. know if that counts. But imagine if you yeah. had gone, like, straight here. I would have been fine. My mom's from California. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because I, I would have I much mean, rather I'm been around Californians. Super than... New England girl. Yeah, no. So. Not me. Um, <laughs> anyway. But so she, we'd become friends. And I finally told her about my dreams. And she's like, you do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like such a wanker. You do know that my parents are shamans. Sorry, it's not funny, but it was apparently true. We just and lost I was like, all of our shaman I know. listeners. Oh, God, sorry guys, crystals. Um, but listen, I, hold on. Wait, don't let Emily fool you. She texted me. Oh, do I have to put my crystals out tonight when the full moon was out? So like, wait, when mean, my, she does, she don't okay, let her fine. fool you. And I have my. T- She's <laughs> wearing crystals right now. I am. Shut up, Joy. Just. God, she's one of you. Fine, I'm one of one of us. Yeah, whatever. She's uh, one of us. It's I fine. am. I'm one of you. I have so many fucking crystals. It's I know ridiculous. You do. I just don't bathe them. I'm just like. Mm. I know. I like to put them out in the moonlight, and then I light different candles for different things. Fine. I admit it. Have you ever seen that meme that it's something about like? you know other witches and it's like make sure you close this and you do that and you clean this before you cast a spell and the other one that's like wipes cheeto dust off all right sluts let's go yep (laughs) i think that's probably us (laughs) go ahead okay so i tell her about my dreams and she looks very concerned and she says to me you know that's not a dream you're having right and I was like, wait, what do you mean? She's, 
there had been a girl on our campus who had died two years prior. Mm. Um, and she believed that it was that girl who had lived in campus housing, not our dorm, but one of the um, close-by dorms. And she thought it was her um, trying to live through, continue living somewhat through my day-to-day experiences, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so she had to do a cleansing. I was going to say, or she's trying room. to take you over so I she knows yeah, everything. I don't know, man. But who was this you were talking right. to in the quad, Who Emily? was this? Who's this batch? Mm. So, yeah. Single so. white apparition. <laughs> <laughs> we just trademarked that. No one, no one touched it. We just, we trademarked it. Coming to a theater near you. In case you weren't sure of what the title of this episode would be. Single white apparition. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Found it. Um, yeah. So she lit a bunch of white candles, broke out the sage in the Palo Santo. Yeah. And did you did, do salt in corners? I don't, honestly, I was drinking a lot back then, Joy. I do not really remember much of what happened outside of this because it was terrifying. Um, but yeah, no, she did a big cleansing ceremony and the dream stopped immediately that night. I did not have any more dreams with this girl. Wow. But yeah, my roommate was convinced that I was running up our phone bill in the middle of the night because she would wake up and hear me having a very clear one-sided conversation. Wow. Yeah, so there's <sighs> that one. I did give my my room my other roommate nightmares as well. How? So she asked hesitantly. So halfway through my freshman year, I moved rooms. Mm-hmm. I moved into room with a good girlfriend of mine. Um, and. This is after all this other stuff had started happening. So all this other stuff, dreams and everything started happening my first semester. So second semester. You're right, babes. Joy's doing a big yawn because I'm really entertaining her. No, no, no. <coughs> you okay? You want to hear? Okay. Mm, sexy. <clears throat> I only started yawning like that when I was pregnant with Enzo. And when I, have, I became unpregnant, it hung around. It's okay. It's I still pee myself. It's I did awful. that when I was pregnant it's and like, I felt it every time I like stood up. It's like suffocating when I yawn. Ah. Um, Sorry. That's okay. So, <clears throat> okay. So these, these, these realistic dreams that I was, that I had with the, my friends, my girlfriend's um, deceased friend in my dream and the weirdo Baggins single white apparition apparition trying to whatever that was my first semester at college so i moved in to a different room it was actually the room directly across the hall from my old room Mm. which you know may as well um with one of my girlfriends and she started having nightmares and then she finally told me that her nightmares were the way our room was built, there was like a pipe in the corner by where the door was. Okay. And so the wall kind of jutted out a little bit because it was drywall covering it. So we'd put, oh, okay. we'd put like our mini fridge there. And she would wake up or in her dream every night, every night, keep in mind, she would, she would dream that that wall was a door. And it would slowly start to open uh, and something, not no, someone, no. something would start to peer out. No. And if they saw I was in the top bunk, 
they would retreat and close the door. Stop If they it. saw that I wasn't in the top bunk, the door would continue to open. What? And she would wake up freaking out. I don't fucking blame her. That happened the entire semester that we lived together. Oh, you got to blow up Emily and put that bitch on the top bunk. I and know. like, you just stay there and keep that fucking monster mm-hmm. away. Nope. So that was, yeah. Oh, my God. i glad slash not happy that people can't see my face right now because I'm just so creeped out. Hey, so next year when we go to the mountains, you want to share a cabin with me again? <sighs> I promise you won't have dreams. You're not or maybe we'll just dream that we're hanging out with each other, even though we're in a bunk next to each other. Oh my God, we'd be so well rested. I know. Dude, you like that the bottom bunk. Great. I like the top bunk. Me Bingo. We're, we're great. Great. Right, deal. Let's do it. Fantastic. All right. Fantastic. All right. Dude, I think, I think that's it. That's it. For my dreams. Oh. Do you have more dreams? Probably. <laughs> I, mean, maybe. I mean i don't know i mean i can't think of any I've more just right had now a lot of weird shit um i've i've mm. had other like weird premonition dreams like that fucking bacon in the driveway yeah. shit but like just as meaningless right like it didn't mean anything that happened other than like yeah you're on the right track right because this weird shit's happening um Although we will have to sit down and have another one of these kind of um, discussions regarding ESP um, premonitions, like, but not like dreaming premonitions. Like, what do you mean? Like, I've had these things happen to me since I was a kid where I'll have. I'll like keep thinking about someone, someone I haven't seen in a while, Mm -hmm. but like they're, oh, it's like they're on a loop quietly in the back of my head. Everywhere I go, whatever I'm doing, I'm thinking about Mrs. So-and-so. And shortly after this starts happening for a few days, I'm thinking about this person constantly, can't get them out of my head. I find out something bad has happened to them. Oh God, let me know if you ever get a loop of me. I know, I know. It's, but like... It doesn't have to be a family member, but one time, just as a, so you know what I'm talking about, and maybe a little bit of a teaser, um, I was in high school, and I kept thinking about the woman who I knew at the bank. Like, she was a bank teller. She was one of the women that set up my first bank account. Like, my mom and I knew her by first name. We'd always go in and say, oh, hi, Gloria, how you doing, whatever. And I just kept thinking about her for days and days on end. And I finally asked my mom, like, have you seen Gloria lately? I haven't. I keep thinking about her. It's weird, right? And she's like, oh, you know what? I haven't seen her at the bank. Uh, next time I go, I'll, I'll ask and see what's going on. She came back and she told me that she'd had a stroke. And mm-hmm. yeah. And shortly after that, when she went to the bank one day, they told, they like sort of, relayed to anyone who was concerned and they let my mom know oh well she's probably gonna come back and say hi soon but like she would left notes for some people that she'd known over the years and my mom got one of the notes what and it was in like shaky handwriting so we had had this brief moment where we were like oh thank goodness she recovered 
And then we open it and it's like shaky handwriting. That was not her former handwriting. Oh, honey. So it's like, it doesn't have to be someone I'm close with. Right. Like it, the same kind of thing has happened when I thought about a girl I went to high school with that I wasn't even like really close with. Yeah. Um, always females. Okay. Never a dream. Okay. It's always when I am 100% conscious, awake, doing other things, driving down the street, thinking about and just somebody pops in there. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to have yes, please. a little discussion about that sometime. Let's do it. I mean, if you really want to get paranormal with shit. Well, yes. <sighs> yeah. Damn, Gina. Mm-hmm. We also need to uh, set up a, a ghost hotel night, I think. Yes. For maybe the new year. Yes. Um, I was thinking maybe, and by was thinking, I mean the last, like, I don't know, four and a half seconds. Um, maybe we should see what listeners think. Yeah. Like maybe pick three places that we're interested in and see where they want us to go. Um, should I, uh, they should be in LA, right? Well, yes, let's start local. Okay, let's do local. (laughs) Because Um, finances. Well, maybe we could do a Facebook poll and people vote Mm -hmm. where we should go. Mm -hmm. And then when you decide where we should go. We will go and we'll record an episode mm-hmm. there. And probably not sleep. No. Ooh, we can bring the ghost box. Yeah, we can do ghost box. Um, I want to get a little digital recorder for EVP. Yeah. Because now I'm going to ghost hunt. Like, I don't know. That wasn't my plan, but now I am. May as well. <laughs> I mean, if I'm that kind of a bug light, I might as well right. use it. Um. Yeah, and I definitely want to throw the Queen Mary's name into the the all ring on that one. I mean, Chateau Marmont. Fuck Queen Mary. I love me a I love me a big vessel. <laughs> I mean, Chateau Marmont has some hauntings as well. They have mm-hmm. hauntings in the bungalows. One of them is there are well documented cases of people having experiences, and it's not so much people as children mm-hmm. having experiences with the ghost of. Um, John Belushi. Yeah. I was just reading about that. Yeah. It's actually really sweet. (laughs) And they play with him. And then they talk about their friend, John. And their parents are like, wait, what? Who's this creepy guy that's coming into our house and playing with you? And then they find out that they're in the bungalow that John Belushi died in. That's amazing. But then there's also uh, one of the rooms in in the hotel itself that has really fucked up stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Don't sue me. Sorry. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just it's really all, cool stuff. No, it's, it's all over dreams. the internet, though. It is on the internet, it is. man. Yeah. I started doing research for the historical stuff, and I was looking up my old college, and I found a ghost hunters where they went to one of the old dorms, which many of the dorms were mansions in uh, in Newport, Rhode Island. And what, back in ye olde days? <laughs> the old the residual shopping um yes the back then um but there was this one that they went and investigated and every place that i looked it up it was like yes and then this happened in 1970 blah 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 and then it was just nothing until present day they didn't talk about the school at all and i'm what? wondering if like the school i went to has like a I don't know if gag order is the right word, but has like a don't fucking use our university. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I was watching one for 
what they are calling Seaview Terrace because that's the technical name of the mansion. Right. Um, but we always called it Carrie Mansion. And I took music class there. Like I was saying earlier, I yeah. was t- I, we had shows there. Like it was a boy's dorm. Like it was someplace we went all the time. And they did not mention the school at all. That's And it was one of those places where it was like the story still is around that like a nun hung herself on the second floor. And one day when I heard that, I was like, oh, because she was knocked up by a priest, like (gasps) off just off the cuff. It flew out of my mouth. And somebody was like, wait, I think I heard that, too. I know. Oh, hello, Goosebumps. Damn it, Joy. Why do you do that? (laughs) Sorry, I gave it to myself, too, if it makes you feel better. I just shaved my legs. God damn it. Her goosebumps are like Thanks. crazy. Cool. I just grew back all um, the hair on my legs. But yeah, it was really weird. I kept looking up stuff about Carrie Mansion, and it was just because this was the same. Do you remember, or have you ever heard of the soap opera called Dark Shadows from like the sixties and seventies? Yeah. Okay, the facade. They like remade the sh- it a few yes, years ago. They did. Uh, the main, the building that they used as the exterior yeah. shot was this oh. mansion in Newport. Okay, so. It's a well-known place, so they would like go through the history of it, and it was some place that was originally built in Washington, the in like the early 1900s. The owner was like, mm, "I want to move to Newport," so they dismantled the mansion and rebuilt it over the course of like two years. You know, that's what our house that you're sitting in right now. Really? Yeah. Ah, ooh, ah, ooh, whatever, just walk down my spine, please it, go away. It was originally in. Um, <laughs> I want to say Van Nuys. Oh, really? Yeah, and then in the 50s, so they moved it here. Weird. It was built in the 40s, and then 10 years later, they I moved it here. I find that such a weird thing. It's bonkers. We didn't know until oh my we got the huh. the all of the paperwork for it, and we were like, I mean, at least that's, that's local. not our address. Oh yeah, God. but they moved it like 10 miles. Well, this thing that they moved from Washington to Rhode yeah, Island. that's a little different, just a bit. But they merged it with an existing 1800s, I think, building that was already there. So now it's like 40,000 square feet. No big deal. Right. Um, God, I'd hate to clean that. But this was a dorm. Yeah. And the music department and where they gave like performances for holidays and shit. And it had ghosties. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear those stories, Um, Joy. I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time there, but like. Everybody knew about the yeah. stories. So it's just so funny that like the history is very detailed about who built the house, where it came from, when it was moved to Newport, how it was an all-girls boarding school, then how Dark Shadows was there until 71. But stop. Wait. Hold this until our next episode when know, we talk about this stuff. I know. This is the other thing. <sighs> Newport, I could do an entire podcast But on you know it's because Newport. it's on the water. It it's also, like Hatteras it's Island. It's been there since like fucking 1630-something, 1639, well, yeah. I think it was well, I mean, incorporated. So like I, so I, lived in, I lived in North Carolina. That's where we moved to from the UK. That's where mm-hmm. I went to university. And so my neighbor, I don't know, we, did we do an episode with this where we talked about my, my haunted apartment in college? I don't know if we didn't. I've talked to you about it. Oh. I don't know if. Oh. We'll have to. We have to do this another time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) College hauntings. Let's just do college hauntings for our next episode. Okay. Um. Or not. Because I just talked about all of my dreams and shit with my college. 
church haunting. But I did live in a haunted apartment. Yeah. That was terrifying. I keep thinking, I'm like, well, this place was definitely haunted that I lived in because it was an old funeral home. And da, 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 da. I'm like, but nothing happened. Right. I just felt like somebody was watching me all the time. I mean, I had a haunted apartment here in Los Feliz, mm-hmm. but it was built in the 80s. That's the other thing. You don't know. I mean, sure, something could happen between the 80s and now. That's totally yeah, possible. But, but it so. seems more like the land. Well, yeah, I mean, Whatever's I, I had a gone studio on. apartment in Los Feliz because I, I was a hipster back in the day. Um, uh, whatever, studio apartments yeah. are the shit. It I was love them. a 1930s oh. building mm-hmm. that still had the original little doors into the hallway to put mm. the milk bottles in. Oh. And it was old and it had kind of a creepy basement mm. where... My heart is swelling <laughs> at the thought of it. Yeah, but we had a creepy basement where the, they all where the washer and dryer were. They all do. And we had an elderly gentleman who lived on the floor above me who had been there since the 70s. So he still was locked into a really good rental rate and had the original shag carpeting up there. Oh, but he, yes. he, he was caught in his underpants. Just his, just his skivvies in the laundry room a few times. And they were like, what are you doing, you perv? And he's like, no, I have no clean clothes. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah, but you should that, have just been like, laundry day. Right, I, I like having them all clean. Would You're you lucky like to my I don't have these undies in these washer greenies. But that building is one that should have been like spooky as hell. And I should have had experiences in. Because God knows what kind of stories went through there. Mm-hmm. But nothing ever happened there. It's weird. Sometimes things stick and sometimes they don't. Yeah. But we've talked in person like off the record, off mic i don't know in regular human talking (laughs) using our mouths and voices when we're not being recorded on a specific topic but we've talked about um los filas before and how it's like a weird spot oh maybe we were talking with anessa about it yeah that's what it was that's why it feels recent to me because i re-listened to that whole thing but we were talking about uh, the murder house and yeah. fucking Black Dahlia and all that shit along there. Well, yeah, there's yeah. exactly there's yeah. a bunch of weird shit. There's there. like a fault line that goes like right through it there, goes, it right? Goes it's right like down Los Feliz Boulevard. Is yeah. it Boulevard? Uh, yes. Okay. Hmm. I feel like I I have grown more accustomed to living here because I say Los Feliz now. I know. And I used to just say Feliz. Because I couldn't not. I used to say it because I would sing the Lisa Navidad in my head every time I got confused about how to pronounce it. But that's just, you know, whatever. It's just like before I moved here, I would call uh, Sepulveda Sepulveda. <laughs> my father-in-law calls Kawenga Kahuga. <laughs> oh, God. In an unironic manner. God, I love them. Okay, sorry. But yeah, no, Sepulveda. Jesus. Anyway. Maybe sometime we'll do a little... Los Angeles tour. I think so. And we can actually like, take some video. I think that'd be and good. And do a little. We're we're gonna eventually set up like a. We a have a lot Patreon. of stuff we're gonna do, you guys. Yeah, we want to do like a Patreon so we can get like some better, some other content, and you know, it's just it's hard to do. We got a lot of stuff happening. I so. Know. But we also have a bunch of extra content that we mm. don't really have a place for it, and so <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously we've got a lot of extra content, so. You know, we got a lot of stuff that we'd also like to put up, but we don't really have a place for it. So why not stick it on a Patreon page? Yeah. I mean, it might just be an hour of us sitting here talking. 
about international delight coffee right and whatever else we feel like talking about and which i would listen to other people do that because i'm alone in my house a lot cleaning and it's nice to sound like i'm hanging out with friends (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so sad but true yeah well you know stay at home working moms holla um anyway yeah as always we love you Oh, I love. Wait, we you talking to them. Yeah, oh, I. Yeah, I love you. Too. I love you too. We love Stop each other. Crying. It's true. It's gross. Just don't it's stop true, thinking of me in the back of your head for a few days in a row. No, I don't no, no, no. I've okay. at least I've. I will say I have learned to not worry about sounding foolish. And if that happens, I, I just call the person it. and go, "Listen, I just kind of been thinking about you a little extra." Well, I mean, I texted you at six in the morning to tell you that I kept waking up and smelling burning things. Uh, but um, you know, but how are you doing? Are you it's right? fine. It's fine. No, uh, that's good. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you. Tell your friends. Go and rate us and review us yes. on the iTunes. Yes. Only if it's four stars and above. Otherwise, <laughs> come on. I'll take anything. Yeah, you will. Um, <laughs> check out our Instagram page. What? Check out our Instagram page at the underscore residuals underscore podcast. That's it. You're that, done. That, that's it. You're done. Um, check it out. Come and follow us. Come and engage on there with us, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be rad. Um and as always, you know, we love to hear from you guys. We love to get emails from you telling us your personal experiences. It's just really fascinating. And, you know, the whole point of us doing when we started this, it's because we wanted to destigmatize people's experiences and make them feel less alone and not feel like they're a nut bar. And, you know, for for people to be, feel comfortable that they can reach out to us and tell us their experiences, you know. Man, it's a really special thing. So thank you for sharing stuff with us and keep doing it. Um, Joy, you want to give Mary email address? Because I can never remember it. The Residuals Podcast at gmail.com. That is the T-H-E Residuals R-E. I can't. I'm too tired. It's fine. It's the name of our podcast. It's at the beginning of this. Yeah. Yeah. Just Jesus. look at your phone or I your can't. computer I can't. or whatever. Uh also, what um, I would like to thank everyone who has gone out of their way, aside from rating and reviewing, because that's fucking amazing. But I've gotten so many like text messages and emails and DMs from people right? that are just like, oh, my God, I'm listening to your podcast. This is so great. I'm totally scared, but it's so good. I know. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> it's love really, it. It's making me happy. You know, I do have to give a shout out to somebody mm-hmm. without whom this wouldn't really be possible right now. And that's my husband, because months ago he told me that I needed to do something with my morbid fascinations <laughs> with murder, <laughs> true crime, and spooky shit. And so he told me that he thought I should start a podcast and got me two mics and a recorder. And I told Joy, guess what? We're going to do a podcast together. And here we are. And I was like, cool. She has all this equipment and totally knows how to work it. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I would like to thank Emily's husband, who hopefully is fast asleep in the next God, room and we're not so. waking him up. Um, thank you for getting all this stuff and giving me 
another career as an editor because that's what I'm doing now. No shit. She's rather good at it. Just no one else steal her though because otherwise then she'll be too busy and I won't ever be able to see her or talk to her. Um, if anyone wants to pay me to do that, that's What? Money talks. Good point, sister I'm American. Just health insurance ain't free, man. Nah. I mean, we're working on it, but it's not. Oof, on uh, so anyway... Thank you again for coming out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for sleeping with the light on. Thank you to all of the dead people who, you know, are the gift that keeps on giving. Specifically my grandparents. No shit. (laughs) Thanks, Roy. Thanks, Mildred. Um, Thanks, Toots. He always called her Toots. I'm not going to say thank you to the creepy girl who used to sit in my bed in college. Because that just, that wasn't cool. I think she had. But you know. Mal- suspicious malintent. motives yeah that thinking about it now I'm i like, don't like oh, it that wasn't that wasn't cool no yeah no <sighs> single white apparition <laughs> anyway all right until next time yeah don't be scared of the dark joy will i will joy will bye, bye. Oh, look, it's a squirrel.